What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and I'm back with another episode of Endurify. And what I want to do today is I want to continue to share what I'm learning from Be Iron Fit. And we've talked about a lot of different tips and tricks from this book so far on how to best manage your time and also how to make sure that your training program is set up for success with the different phases, uh, the base, the build, and the peak, and also with kind of the most important kind of types of workouts that you want to include in your Ironman training. But I want to start with a question and see if you if you if you know the answer to this. So, what is the best way to maximize your training benefit and minimize your training time when it comes to an Ironman? So, this is a big question because for a lot of people who are training, they want to, you know, they want to maximize the amount of time that they're putting in to Ironman training. Uh, but they want to do that in the least amount of time. At least a lot of the people that I coach, I mean, they have busy lives, they have social lives, they have work, they have other responsibilities. And it's not like we're professional triathletes and this is all that we do. Uh, for a lot of us, we use the, the Ironman training as a way to improve our whole lives. So, you know, this question of how do you maximize your training benefit and minimize your training time is a big question. So, you know, how do you do that? So according to Don Fink, the, the, the answer to that is through effective heart rate training. And um, there are tons of books out there on effective heart rate training. And that's why you see so many, you know, athletes training with heart rate uh, monitors, um, you know, chest straps, um, with fancy race watches and all of those things, because there's a lot of science behind this. And it's pretty, pretty much widely known that this is one of the uh, most effective ways to improve your, your training when it comes to Ironman. And so what I want to do today is I want to talk about, uh, talk a little bit about that and kind of introduce the topic. And then over the course of the next couple of episodes, we'll likely dig into a few of the more uh, specifics. So, um, you know, when we're talking about, we're actually, my, my experience with heart rate based training, it is actually kind of a newer thing for me. So, um, you know, if you know my story, I started training for a sprint triathlon like seven or eight years ago. And at the time I didn't even own a bike. I had never done an open water swim, um, but I fell in love with the sport. I loved the sprint triathlons and it gave me that kind of fuel and that fire that I felt uh, when I was playing high school sports. And ever since I, I had missed those team-based sports, uh, I had felt like something was missing. And so then when it came to triathlons, that was like my fire. And that was something that I continued to do. And I built up from sprints to Olympics to half Ironman and Ironman uh, training. Um, and in terms of the heart rate training, I never really took the heart rate training until I, <coughs> excuse me, until I started training for my full Ironman. So, uh, I did have a chest, uh, a chest strap and I mainly monitored my, uh, heart rate during, uh, during my runs. And to be honest, I don't remember it really changing 
uh, too much, but it was more of something that I would monitor as I was running. And the workout and the training plan that I had had prescribed zone one, zone two, zone three, zone four, and zone five types of runs. Uh, but I didn't understand it enough at the time to really know uh, when I should be in these different zones or not. And so then, um, you know, since then, the types of events that I've done, I haven't really had to focus too much on heart rate based training. And that's until uh, last year, I, uh, or it was maybe a year and a half ago, I read the book 80-20 Triathlon, uh, which is written by uh, Matt Fitzgerald. He shares the science from some of the top exercise physiologists that talks about all of the top endurance athletes around the world. They mainly train 80% of their time or more in the lower heart rate based, uh, lower intensity training. And so... I thought, hey, if the if the best athletes all around the world and all of these different endurance sports are training this way, that's the way that I want to train. And so then uh, when I was training for my half Ironman last year, I was really focused on my heart rate training um, and I was going to do that until clearly uh, everything, you know, pandemic happened, the races got canceled. And since uh, that has been pushed off. I haven't focused on that as much. But uh, the heart rate training is something that is new to me, but it's something that I want to focus on in my training going forward. So um, that's just a little bit of a backstory on my uh, experience with heart rate based training. Now, with heart rate based training, there is there are a few different definitions. And you know, if you paid attention in science class in high school, you might already know the answer to this, but I did not. So here we go. It's a refresher for me. So when we're talking about heart rate based training and endurance training overall, there's the aerobic energy system and there's the anaerobic energy system. And the aerobic energy system is a system that utilizes oxygen and stored fat to power physical activity. So this system can support activity for for prolonged periods as the the fat and the oxygen are available in almost endless supply. So even a, a highly trained triathlete with a body fat percentage in the single digits has more than enough fat for several Ironman distance races back to back. So when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, Ironman distance races back, several Ironman distances uh, back to back. I was like, huh, maybe I should try that sometime. Um, but not right now. So uh, that's the first system. The other is the anaerobic energy system. And this is an energy system that utilizes glycogen, which is just stored sugar, to power physical activity. So this system can support activity for relatively short periods of time as the body stores sugar in relatively small quantities. So the aerobic system utilizes oxygen and stored fat to power physical activity and the anaerobic system utilizes glycogen which is that stored sugar to power physical activity so when it comes to ironman training which of those two systems do you think you're going to be using the answer is the aerobic uh the aerobic system and that's because you want to train most of your time at the lower heart rate zones at the lower intensity so that you can uh, utilize the fat, uh, the fat storage to power your physical activity. Um, because at high levels of activity, we're, we're drawing from that aerobic system again. And at low levels of activity, we draw from our aerobic system. 
Um, so the, the thing that Don Fink talks about is that we're always drawing from both of these systems, but, um, it's just the intensity of your exercise determined which of those two systems you're going to be, uh, utilizing in your training. Um, and the main problem with Ironman triathletes with these two systems and with heart rate based training overall is that most Ironman distance triathletes tend to train at a much higher heart rate than is optimal. And the Ironman distance is an aerobic race, which, which that means, you know, you're going to be mainly going at a lower, trying to keep your heart rate lower uh, so that you can sustain that activity for, you know, the 12 hours or the 13 hours or the 14 hours uh, overall. And so since it's an aerobic race, the training therefore needs to be primarily aerobic. So uh, Don Fink's number that he recommends is that 90% or more of our Ironman training should be in that aerobic state. So if you kind of you know, start to put some of these different pieces together, effective heart rate training is the most effective way to maximize your benefits and minimize your training time. There's the two different systems, the aerobic and the anaerobic, and, and those different systems utilize energy in different ways based on the intensity of the exercise. And then you think about how the Ironman training event is an aerobic, um, an aerobic event and how you need to spend a majority of your training in that zone. That means that when you're training, you really need to be aware, are you in the aerobic or are you in the anaerobic? And what are the different heart rate zones that you need to be focused on in order to maximize your training in the min- and minimize the amount of time? So that is just a little bit of an intro to heart rate zones and a little bit of an intro into some of the def- the different definitions that we're going to be using. And really where I want to go next is start to answer some of the, the, the key questions that you would have and prescribe specific heart rate zones for you. And we can do this based on your age. We can do this based on uh, different field tests that you can do in the wild. And then that way, you know uh, that you're not just going to go on a 40-minute f- run. You know that you're going to go on a 40-minute run in zone one, and then for three minutes, you're going to be running in you know zone four. Um, so that's an example of where we're going next. And with that that uh, kind of intro out of the way, really what I want to do is I want to make sure that the content that I'm sharing and the content that I'm putting out there is valuable for you. And the only way that I can do that is if you reach out to me and if you let me know what questions do you have about heart rate training? You know, what, what are, you know, what are some things that you've tried maybe? What are some things that you're curious about? And also what are some things that you're struggling with? Uh, I would love to hear that so that I can tailor some of these uh, next up episodes to you. So uh, just like in the last episode, if you could just reach out to me at mario at endurify.co, send me an email uh, and let me know what, uh, what, what you think. I uh, would love to tailor the content 
to uh, questions that you have. And again, only way I can do that is if you reach out to me and let me know. So that's kind of my call to action for today. And I've already brought it back to you, but really I just want to understand uh, what are your, you know, what are your thoughts and what are your questions on heart rate zone training? And my call to action is to have you reach out to me and let me know so that I can share that in some upcoming episodes. So that's what I have for you today. And I hope you all have an amazing day.